If we don't get what we want, one way or the other, whether it's through you, through a military, through anything you want to call, I will shut down the government. Okay, absolutely. Fair enough. And we I disagree. am proud, and I'll we tell disagree. you what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, Chuck. The clock is ticking in Washington on another government shutdown. At the center of this battle is funding for President Trump's border wall. And if an agreement can't be made by December 21st, the government faces potentially shutting down days ahead of Christmas. But what exactly does that mean? This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Joining me today from Washington is Bloomberg's national political reporter, Sahil Kapoor. Thanks for joining us today, Sahil. Thank you. So at the heart of this is the long campaign for a long-debated border wall. What is the president asking for exactly? The president is asking Congress for $5 billion over the next fiscal year so he can start building his concrete border wall. He has gotten some money in the past, uh, somewhere around a billion dollars to uh, begin planning of, and, and, and some sort of you know designs for the wall, but not to actually start building it yet, which he's very eager to do. But he himself has said there is a misconception because the wall portions of it have already been built. Is that somewhat true? He has not built concrete portions of the wall. Now, remember, when he talks about the wall, he's talking mainly in metaphor for border security more broadly, things like technology. It'll be fencing in some places. There is no prospect of building a 1,900-mile you know, concrete wall along the entire southern border. So the, 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 entire, the word is malleable. And when it comes to this $5 billion asking price, where do the Democrats stand on that? They are very much against it. They are willing to go up to about a billion point six in uh, border security broadly. Again, that's technology, that's border patrol, that's fencing, but they are emphatically against going above that, and they are emphatically against a concrete wall on the entire southern border. And pretty much the whole world knows that now because of the Oval Office exchange we saw earlier this week between uh, soon-to-be, probably, Speaker Pelosi and, of course, the Chuck Schumer, the minority leader in the Senate, and the president, which was really a, a fascinating moment because there was an amazing exchange. Yeah, it really was. It was extraordinary. And it's probably good, I think, for the uh, American public to see the real dynamics between their political leaders. You know, this is what it's like when they're in the room. There is real tension. There is real acrimony. They are on different sides of issues. It was it was certainly interesting to, to have a, a, you know, a direct window into that. Also, when it comes to this $5 billion figure, the president has often said, he even tweeted Wednesday saying, Mexico will still pay for the wall. Why does he need the $5 billion from Congress then if Mexico is going to pay for the wall? Well, the, the honest answer to that question is that Mexico is not going to pay for the wall. It was never going to pay for the wall. Uh, Mexican political leaders have flatly rejected that prospect, and many of them actually consider it offensive. Uh, so that was never going to happen, and it isn't going to happen. There's no prospect of that going forward. It was a campaign promise by the president, so it's, it's a little difficult for him to back down from that. So what he's doing is he's, kinda, he's trying to find a roundabout way into it by saying, oh, well, maybe Mexico will reimburse us for it later. He's said that, well, the wall will actually pay for itself. And, um, you know, most recently he has said that he will cut a trade deal with Mexico that will save the United States so much money that Mexico will indirectly be paying for it. I see. So if Mexico is not going to pay for the wall, and if the Democrats are not going to budge on these negotiations and give him that $5 billion he wants, is a government shutdown more or less inevitable now? It's inevitable if the Democrats stick to their position, which by all indications it, look like they, it looks like they will. And it's inevitable if President Trump also sticks to his demand of $5 billion 
for a border wall. There's no resolving that impasse unless one side or the other caves. And I think it's going to have to be President Trump, if anybody, because Democrats are in no mood to cave on this. Chuck Schumer is the Democratic minority leader in the Senate. It's not his responsibility to uh, get bills through the chamber, and he has filibuster power, so he's in you know, a little bit of a better position there. And uh, Nancy Pelosi still needs the votes from her Democratic caucus to become speaker on January 3rd, the first day of the new Congress, and she is in no mood to make compromises that, number one, she opposes, and number two, would cost her votes. So what exactly happens when the government shuts down? What happens when the government runs out of funding? National parks and monuments and museums close. Uh, Hundreds of thousands of federal workers are on furlough, uh, not working, not being paid for the duration of the shutdown. There are also uh, many, many workers who are considered essential employees who will work for the duration of the shutdown but not get paid Um, You can imagine how they feel about that. And then they'll receive back pay once the government is reopened. And if this happens during Christmas, the optics, first off, the optics cannot be good for the president himself. The optics are never good of a government shutdown. The politics entirely come down to blame. Which party does the public blame? Which party does the public see as more responsible for the shutdown? And if there is that shutdown and people are traveling for Christmas, what happens at airports with, you know, TSA security checkpoints that are funded by the government? TSA employees, I believe, are classified as essential employees, so they are likely to be continue. They're likely to continue to have to work, uh, but they will not be paid for the duration of the shutdown because there won't be money appropriated. So they'll have to work without pay and then get back pay later. So if the government shuts down on Friday the 21st at midnight, and we're looking at Christmas a few days later, and then another week later we're looking at Democrats taking control of the House officially, how does this shutdown, this possible shutdown, come to an end? Well, Nancy Pelosi has said that on the first day of the new Congress, she will call up legislation on the floor of the House that funds the government and does not include any money for a border wall. So essentially a clean government funding resolution. The two parties have pretty much agreed on everything else. So that's what's going to happen. It's uh, pretty much guaranteed to pass the House. And then it'll be in Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell's lap to decide what to do. So if we get to this and and the government shuts down once again uh, during President Trump's tenure, what, let me start over on that one, sorry. How many times has the government shut down during President Trump's time in office, and has the border been at the root of it all? It's happened twice. Um, once was the first, and both times were early in 2018. The first time was over his decision to terminate the DACA program for young undocumented people who are brought here as children. Uh, Democrats had demanded some sort of a vote, some sort of uh, a solution. To, you know, to resolve their status, and President Trump wasn't giving it to them, that led to a shutdown. And the second one, also around that time, uh, was just for about nine hours or so. It was really just running out the clock, and, and you know, the Senate did not have uh, unanimous consent to move toward a procedural vote. So when it comes to past presidents, how, how does this stack up to them? Did, did President uh, Obama face multiple shuts down? Did President Bush face multiple shuts down? Where does this stand in compared to his predecessors? Well, President Bush never faced a shutdown. President Obama faced one government shutdown in uh, the, the fall of 2013. Uh, President Bill Clinton faced multiple shutdowns. What's different about this is that this will be the first time 
an all uh, you know a, a government run entirely by one party the house the senate and the white house oversaw a government shutdown on their watch this congress is the first time that that's happened it already happened early in 2018 and this this could be uh, yet another iteration of that previously ever since the 1970s when um, government you know lapses in government funding led to shutdowns it has always been in periods of divided government where they couldn't agree so Sahil, I'm talking to you from the Senate Press Gallery up on Capitol Hill. What are your sources saying to you about all of this? Well, there is certainly nervousness that we are barreling toward a shutdown. As I mentioned earlier, Democrats are in no mood to surrender and give President Trump his $5 billion for a border wall. Uh, Nancy Pelosi called it immoral, ineffective, and expensive. Uh, Republicans are also nervous. Republican leaders don't want this government shutdown. They have been trying to avoid it, but they are also wary of getting too far ahead of the president. They are, you know, they have his back for the moment. And what the House Republicans are considering doing is bringing up a bill next week that does include five billion for President Trump's wall, and then sending it to the Senate and forcing Democrats to block it. Yeah, we've seen a few different price tags that the president's put out there for building this wall, the $5 billion figure right now. But in the past, it's been about, he's asked for about $25 billion. And he almost got that one time, didn't he? He did. He actually had a great opportunity uh, in February of 2018 to get the $25 billion for his border wall over 10 years. It would have been fully appropriated. There was a bipartisan uh, piece of legislation crafted by Republican Senator Mike Rounds and uh, Independent Senator Angus King, who caucuses with the Democrats. It had the $25 billion for the wall. It had a path to citizenship for uh, people eligible for the, the DACA program and, and some other uh, measures attached to that. But President Trump opposed it. He wanted more legal immigration cuts, cuts to family-based migration. He wanted an end to the diversity green card lottery. He did not get that. And as a result, he rejected that deal. It got 54 votes in the Senate, nearly every Democrat, and about eight Republicans. And that was not enough to pass because, remember, in the Senate, you need 60 votes to overcome a filibuster for legislation. So that was an excellent opportunity he had. And, and there are Republican senators that um, my colleague Steve Dennis and I spoke to yesterday who expressed some regret over not being able to pass that, that well, bill. Considering that regret and, and considering the Democrats are taking control next month in the House, what are the chances the president actually gets anything that resembles the wall he has been demanding for since he took office, that he campaigned on? Are we ever going to see something that resembles the wall? Well, the price of negotiation has gone up for him, so he would have to give up quite a bit more than he has been willing to so far in order to get the wall. I wouldn't rule it out because this is something that Democrats are willing to cave on in the right circumstances. They are willing to fund this wall if they get enough of, of the things that they want, uh, most notably path to citizenship for young undocumented people eligible for DACA. Now that they have the House of Representatives as well, it looks like they're going to demand more than that. So yes, it is theoretically possible, but the president is going to have to you know, negotiate very differently than he has been so far. Sahil, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Make sure to follow Sahil on Twitter. He's at Sahil Kapoor. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening in, please. Head on to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers. And you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok. <laughs>